15, there we go, 135. Brilliant. Um, I love the chaos. Brilliant, thank you very much. Yes, there, we wonderful. Uh, no, that's it. That's right. I love the chaos of these mornings. I'm also aware I've been put up against ice biscuits this morning. <laughs> Not quite sure about that. Um, but we're just going to explore this story. You've got Jesus, you've got a cast of thousands, you've got this boy, you've got his packed lunch. Something I'm sure we're all very familiar with this story. Um, we might kind of think, well, it is just one for the kids. Um, there's nothing really uh, new here. Um, obviously, as we heard, the little boy, he had five loaves and two fish. Um, I don't know what your pack lunch looks like. I thought I'd bring my pack lunch along this morning. Um, this is what I regularly have, and this is for real. You could ask Caroline and Tim others. Um, I currently quite like, yet yeah, rice, microwave rice, two minutes, so it's efficient as well. Um, this is the golden vegetable variety. Sometimes I've got a mushroom one. There's a spicy one, but that sometimes kind of repeats in the afternoon, so it's not that great. Um, so I go for that. Um, I've recently discovered from my sister, who knows sesame snaps? Yeah. And you get four for 75p. So it's a bargain as well. So I like, I like a pack of sesame snaps. Um, and then because I'm healthy, I'll also have uh, a couple of uh, satsumas or some kind of fruit that's kind of in season, that sort of thing. Well, sweets. The sweets aren't part of my lunch. Um, they just, they just, there's just a, no, 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 it's all right. I, I, I have nothing to hide here. There, there's a pot on my desk, um, which gets replenished from time to time, um, which just kind of gets me through the rest of the day, um, really. Um, I don't know what you have for your pat lunch. What do you have for your pat lunch or your lunch? Soup? Chicken? Salad? Leftovers? <laughs> Sandwich. Who, who makes their own pat lunch? Who someone else makes it for them, <laughs> or they or they buy it because they can't even bother to go that far. Certainly, yeah. Okay. So in this this story, okay, we we have the contents of this little boy's lunch, which would have been really familiar uh, to people. Um, we might think the idea of five loaves and two fish is a bit of a weird um, lunch. I once did a talk on the feeding of the five thousand, and I brought some smoked mackerel with me. Um, what I didn't quite realise is I did this at the beginning of the service, um, and it stunk the place out. Um, it just was not a good idea. And maybe you think, actually, the idea of opening your lunchbox at work um, and pulling out a couple of bits of fish and a few bits of bread are not really the kind of thing uh, you'd want to do. Um, but it would have been familiar, the idea of freshly baked bread, um, some freshly caught fish. But obviously in the story, it isn't going to cut the mustard, is it? It's not going to go the distance when you're thinking of 5,000 people getting fed. And, and I, I think about how we could kind of illustrate this, you know, this, the impossibility of, of what is actually going on. And so I brought with me this morning, I have um, a full-size loaf of bread. Okay. Now, obviously, this little boy, he would have had probably small loaves. I doubt he would have had five this size. Maybe he had an appetite um, like a machine, but I imagine um, he's a small one. But let's just... Take this loaf for a moment, okay? Now, if I were to cut this in half, that's pretty good portions for two of you, isn't it? Um, you know, if you got that, um, that would do you pretty well. Let's imagine that we cut it in half again, okay? That's still a fair-sized chunk, but this loaf is going to do four people. Let me imagine I cut that in half again, okay? We're now up to eight. Um, this is where my maths gets a bit kind of iffy. Um, you might go, well, that's all right. A bit of cheese on the side, probably I'd fancy. Maybe some other bits and pieces, but that's nothing. Okay, we cut it again. 
16, you're now down to kind of more maybe a slice of bread near you. Can it still just about there? Um, that's going to feed 32 of us. Okay, this loaf, if we cut it up like this. Um, if I go again, you're now going, that's 64, which, rough count, maybe that's how many of us are here. You're all going to get that much from a loaf of bread this size. But remember, we're looking at 5,000 plus. So we cut that in half again. That's 128. Okay, probably your lunch is starting to look a little bit flimsy by this point. Um, we cut it in half again. 256. Okay, you probably wouldn't be able to get much cheese or ham on there. Um, we'll go down again. Five, 512, thank you, yeah. Um, 512. Um, my life's a bit big, really, for this. Okay, 1,024. That's not even, you know, that's not even like the size you get when you take communion, you know. Okay, we're going again, without slicing my fingers off, knives are sharp, we hear. That's 2,048, okay. I'm going to go once more, just about, okay. 4,096, and actually we're saying we've probably got 5,000, uh, men plus women plus children. So I'm going to go once more. I can just about. There we go. That is what's well, not far off ten thousand. Let's just call it quits, really. Um, and from a loaf of bread this size, that is the amount you're going to get. I have no problem swallowing that. Usually, you should never eat stuff when you're in a talk. Um, I've learned that from doing it. Um, you know, that's just not going to cover the people who were there. And you might say, oh, but there were five loaves. But as I said, they were much smaller than this. And so it's impossible for us actually to explain what happened here, how Jesus took uh, the, the bread, how he took the fish, um, and managed to feed all those people. The thing is, that's the very point of this story, how amazing God is. There's a bit... Um, you know, Jesus said, make the people sit down. There was a nice carpet of green grass in this place. They sat down, about 5,000 of them. Then Jesus took the bread, having given thanks, gave it to those who were seated. He did the same with the fish. All ate as much as they wanted. When the people had had their fill, he said to his disciples, gather the leftovers so nothing is wasted. They went to work and filled 12 large baskets with leftovers from the five barley loaves. So not only did he feed all those people, Not only were they filled full, trust me, that morsel of bread is not going to fill me up today. I am looking forward to my lunch. Um, You then got 12 baskets, which when you read around, again, they're not little tiddly things. These were probably quite sizable baskets. That's what he did. And the thing is that Jesus is still in the business of doing things like this. But I wonder whether sometimes we park this story and this experience and we go, oh, well, that was the kind of thing that Jesus did way back then when he was here. Um, so we have a nice story to tell the children. But really, he doesn't have anything to say to us today. I believe he's still in the business of doing things just like this. Um, and I believe this is just the tip of the iceberg of what he can do. It's a bit in Genesis 22, the story of, of Abraham where he comes to you know, sacrifice his son Isaac uh, because God has asked him to. Um, but God provides. Uh, and in this moment, uh, Abraham call, calls God, you know, this is the Lord will provide, Jehovah Jireh. 
And it's part of who God is. Someone who will provide for our needs. Not as some kind of holy vending machine. So we kind of, you know, oh, I fancy this today or I fancy that. Um, and I can just kind of ask and I'll get it. But actually God responding to all those things uh, that we need in our life. To be able to, to serve him. To be able to thrive for him. So however much it may just be a really well-known story, I believe it has a powerful message for every single one of us here today. And maybe there's a question that we need to be asking ourselves. There's three that I came up with that I want to finish with. Firstly, I wonder the question maybe is, how much do I trust God to provide? Do I actually believe that God is going to provide all my needs? The Bible tells us uh, that God is the great provider, Jehovah Jireh. We might sing songs about it. Um, and things like that. But actually, is that something that I really believe? Or do I actually think, you know, well, I'm not sure whether he will actually provide for all my needs. Or there's a limit to what he can do. Maybe I wonder, the second question could be, would I be prepared to give everything for him? This little boy gave his packed lunch, gave up everything. Is that what we're willing to do? Are we willing to give ourselves completely over to God? Or are we wanting to hold back on part of our lives? You know, I'll turn up on a Sunday, um, I'll come to after school club, or I'll go to whatever life group I'm part of, I'll give him these bits, but the rest of it, I want to keep hold of. I want to stay in charge of. The third question is, do I ask for help only in times of trouble or when it's tough? Maybe I believe that God is going to provide I believe he's going to do these things for me. But do I only come to him when it's, you know, really at the end of my tether? Or am I seeking to actually develop and grow this relationship with him? Do I trust God? Am I prepared to give everything for him? Do I ask him for help only when times are tough? A really great, fun story. But one that if we're willing to take seriously, I really believe can transform our lives. Let me pray. God, I thank you for the story of the loaves and the fishes. I thank you for that little boy and that illustration to us of how he was willing to give everything. And I pray that you will help each one of us to remember that you are the God who provides, that you are the God who is over everything that we might face, and that you call each of us to follow you and give our lives to you. Amen.